they're pretty good. <laughs> they're pretty good. They're um, we've been wear testing them, and I think it's a strong product. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I and will. I haven't haven't mentioned that anywhere. So whoa! All right, world exclusive. World exclusive. There you go. That's Randy Goldberg. He's the chief brand officer and is also a co-founder of Bombus Socks, and he's my guest today on Authentic Influence. I'm your host, Adam Connor, and I'm going to start with this. When you go to bed, do you wear socks or do you not wear socks? Now, it's a strange question to start a show with and also one that I know you can't answer me and have me here, but it's a question that came up during our conversation. Turns out there's a pretty sharp line drawn between the two sides, and at least as far as Bombus is concerned, it becomes a pretty heated debate. But one thing's for sure, no matter what side of the sock you're on, it's clear that Bombus is doing some pretty amazing things. You may know them as the sock brand that donates a pair for every pair it sells. And Randy has been there from the very beginning. So he has tons of perspectives on authenticity as a brand, how to start with the consumer, how to have that purpose and cause at the center of your business. And he also talks about what he's really looking forward to going forward, including talking about a product launch that he hasn't actually talked about anywhere else, which I was not expecting. So stay tuned for that. I'll get out of the way for now and let you hear words from the man himself. So without further ado, from Bombas, this is Randy Goldberg. All right, everybody, I'm here with Randy Goldberg from Bombas. And this is the first of our live roadshow interviews here in New York City during New York Advertising Week. Randy, thanks so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, great to, to sit down and talk to you. I'm uh, an owner of uh, many of your fine nice. products in my closet. And, What's your uh, favorite pair of Bombas? I don't oh mean God. to put you on the spot. Well, you are. Putting, Turn the tables right away. Oh, God, you're putting me exactly on the spot. I don't know, but like I'm a big fan of just like fuzzy, comfortable socks. Great. So, uh, it. you know, it's mostly just like whatever color suits me for the day, sure. uh, honestly, but I don't know the uh, exact uh, model number there for you. But it's, it's all good. What would you suggest? Uh, it depends on what Wasn't you're doing, you know. I mean, again, I, I, I'm the same way. I go by color, you know. That's sort of how I I start getting dressed with socks. I don't put socks on first, but oh. it's how I Big I build everything else around socks. Okay. Yeah. So what, 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 what socks you got on right now? What's, what's your socks for the day? I am wearing a pair of our white, solid ankle socks. So as classic as it gets. Got it. My feeling about our like white, solid socks is that it's like asking a chef to make a good omelet or a chicken, right? If you can do that well, that's like the true test of a sock company. If you're just plain white, classic socks are great. Look at all, look at what, what else you could do with it. So, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, what do you think is the most out there one that you got? We have some crazy stuff with uh, metallic yarns and leopard patterns and, you know, stripes and dots and, you know, all sorts of craziness. So it can go from as classic as you want to as wild as you want and everything in between for men and women and kids and athletics and work and dress. I mean, we really have your feet covered. Something for every occasion. Something for every occasion. So t talk to talk to me for a second about your, your journey to this point at Bombas and uh, maybe maybe what's new. But I just want to learn, like, What's been going on to this point? How'd you get here? Sure. So we started this company in 2013, but really a couple years before that, uh, my friend and co-founder Dave Heath saw a quote on Facebook that said that socks are the most requested clothing item at homeless shelters. And we were working together at the time at a media company and he, you know, we would have lunch together. We'd talk about business ideas and he's like, did you know this fact? And I, I had no idea that that was the case. And we started to investigate it and it turns out that you can't donate used socks to most shelters because of hygiene issues. Sure. 
And then all of a sudden that means that there is a shortage of socks. And if you live on the street, a new pair of socks means a lot because you maybe you're not washing your clothes as often and you're walking more places. And all of a sudden you see that there's this issue here that not many people think about. It's an afterthought. So we really wanted to help solve this problem. And we didn't immediately go, hey, there's a business there. Let's build a sock company. Yeah, right. We said, how can we help? So we called some shelters and we started to donate socks. And then at some point we started to think about it and we realized that there was an opportunity here in the one for one model. And Tom's had been out for, you know, six years at the time and our friends from Warby Parker were just getting started. So we looked at this model and we thought it really made sense for this product because of the nature of the lack of donations and shelters. So at that point we started to look at socks and we just got obsessed with the idea of making a better sock. And, you know, we weren't we didn't grow up in the sock industry. I don't know if anybody does. We, you know, we just looked at it from a consumer perspective, right? So at that point, we just started tinkering. And we worked with the factory for two years to make one pair of socks, just improving wow. every aspect that we could from the cotton that we use to the way the arch support is done to how, you know, they stay up but don't fall down but aren't too tight. We just focused on all the things that annoyed us about our socks once we really started to think about it. And socks were an afterthought in the marketplace, too. So it was the perfect thing. Our whole idea was we want to donate a lot of socks to help solve this problem. And if we're going to do that and we're doing one for one, we've got to sell a lot of socks. And if we're going to sell a lot of socks, we got to make the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. So that's two years, one pair of socks, and then we, we launched the company. And it's just been going like gangbusters since. It's been going like gangbusters since. I, I think our quality of our product has stood out. Comfort is the thing that people come back to time and time again. You're, you wear our socks. Yep. You know yep. they're comfortable. And then the mission side of it, people find out about that, and they really want to connect to the communities where we all work and live. So it's been growing ever since that. And, yeah. um, you know, we've expanded the types of socks that we make and it's gotten better and better with the quality and we've built the business and we've expanded categories a little bit, but we've really built this movement, um, in our community based on socks, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily intuitive. And as I'm sure you've discovered, uh, that is, you know, to start with a, with a great cause like that, but then, yeah, to just to nail that, as you said, towards the beginning, that bread and butter of, of the white sock and then to proliferate from there, uh, as must be a wild ride. Um, wild ride. Yeah. 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 So let's talk for just a second about um, what you're doing here at Advertising Week. You're going to be uh, having a conversation, something about Instagram. Yeah, I know it's going to be Instagram, part of that, that social. You've heard yeah, of it? You, yeah, it's that, on your phone. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, <laughs> I wanted to know what you're looking forward to with with that session. What you're looking forward to just for the week in general. What you uh, what you might see as a as a trend, maybe to influence the session that you're holding. Yeah, I mean, I think for for us, this conversation for me with Instagram is about how we can continue to spread our story, right? Like our company, when you build a, a company around a product that's a commodity like socks, the way to protect that company for the future is through brand, right? And our brand is built around storytelling and it's built around a connection to our community. Yep. And it only works if it seems authentic to the people who are, you know, prospects, customers, supporters, members of the communities who we are talking to. And it's only authentic if you're actually walking the walk. You know, it can't just be lip service. And we talk to a lot of young companies who have, you know, an idea to launch something with a community angle and we support all of that. And we just try and help steer them through, you know, navigating the idea of what it means and how to get credit for the things that you're doing, which I think is an important part of the authenticity of what we're, we're talking about. Yeah. 
Well, that it's funny. This so this show is just all about that notion that authenticity does start with mobilizing your masses and getting right. those stories of prospects, of customers, of your average Joe, um, as they're your most credible source. So let's dive into that just a little bit more because, of course, you're doing a great job of it, and I'm going to expand on that a little bit. Where do you think the industry, and I, I'm using socks as an industry, but let's maybe just go with apparel. Sure. Where do you think they get it particularly right or maybe wrong when it comes to that, when it comes to being authentic as, as you've described it? Yeah, I mean, that word, it, it's, it's become a buzzword in itself, which is dangerous, right? Authentic, authenticity. Every brand is looking to feel that. But what, what that really means is that, you know, when someone is receiving your product or looking at your ad or reading an email that you're sending or looking at a post on Instagram, we were just talking about Instagram. Sure. It has to seem like it's not just marketing. Nobody wants to be marketed to anymore, but they do want to discover things. It's a strange, you know, like paradox of modern life, right? Right. You know, you, you want to discover new and interesting things, but you don't want to be inundated with ads, but you want to connect to companies that are doing something, you know, better than the la previous generation of companies. You want to support companies that feel like they have, you know, a higher purpose than just profitability or whatever it is. So right. I think authenticity comes down to showing people, showing our supporters, closing the loop on the donations. So for us, you know, the, the center of it is one purchase, one donated with all of our products, right? And if we can close the loop on that and show our customers that the donation sock, the sock that we've developed for donation is thoughtfully designed to support the community that we're donating it to, that the feedback came from handing out socks on the streets, from listening to our giving partners, and then we developed a sock with an antimicrobial treatment. So in case you're washing your socks less often, it helps with foot hygiene issues and darker colors to show less visible wear. And we're reinforcing the seams an extra amount for that community. If we're talking about that and if we're highlighting our giving partners and we're allowing you to type in your zip code on our website and see the shelters that we donate to in your neighborhood, then for all of a sudden, it's not just, oh, these guys are using charity as a marketing tool. It's like these guys built a company around the idea that they're here to give back to the community and they're telling us the story of how and connecting it to a great product. And all of a sudden, all that works together and it feels authentic because we're not trying to oversell you on anything. We're just we're just showing you what we're doing and showing you what your dollars are supporting, right. which is so important to people today. No, it's incredibly important. And, you know, I think when it comes to, um, well, we've just said when it comes to building, you know, authentic networks, that's the way to do it. But even that, like the experience on the website of clicking around and saying, oh, you know, I, I can see exactly where my purchase is helping all the way down to that sure. hyper locality of it. So what are some of the ways then, and you mentioned some of those via the features on the website, a little bit about social. What are some of the ways in which you're you're building community today um, outside of the, maybe that donation story, uh, but perhaps in a sort of building a groundswell of bombast lovers everywhere? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's still around those two pieces. Like the fundamental pillars of our business are a high quality product and that connection to the community. And on the community side, we have 3,000 giving partners in all 50 states that we donate product to and we listen to when we get feedback on how we can connect further and be a brand for the homeless community. That's really important for us. And then on the product side, we're listening to our customers. Our customer happiness team, you know, the support team in office is sort of the first 
conversation that we're having with our customers. We hear from our customers all the time and we're pulling feedback from them and we're in product development meetings based on feedback we're hearing from our customers. And we're having conversations on social. We're trying to interact in as many ways as possible with the people who are supporting our business, find out what they're looking for, and then sometimes showing them some things that they didn't even know they wanted and surprise and delight. But it is a constant conversation on both sides, on the product side, on the mission side, and then we have a pretty strong brand voice and telling that story in our unique way and making sure that it can be inclusive and thoughtful and lighthearted and fun when we're still talking about things that are serious. I think people have really responded to the voice and the way that we tell our stories. And our standard is that it's not like we're a marketing team. We have an editorial team. We approach it a little bit differently than I think a lot of companies. I want to dive into that for just a second because my next question was going to be, what can brands do you think learn from uh, Bombas and what you just said, the way we tell our story might be the answer, but I, w- I want to dive into that just sure. a little bit more. Can you give a little more detail? Yeah, I, I think for us from the beginning, we knew that storytelling was going to be the key to making a sock company stand apart and right. be memorable, right? Mm-hmm. So using video and using as many different ways as possible to to get out there and, and talk about what we're doing, but do it in a really bombus way that that's the key for us and you know the structure of our team is that we have a brand team a creative team and a marketing team and our cmo she doesn't own the brand here which is pretty unique yeah that is she's a big partner with the brand team and with the creative team and we all work together and there's a really tight feedback loop and we don't have a creative agency we do all the creative direction in-house. So, again, that keeps our messaging really tight, and it keeps it all sounding like Bombas right. if you don't have it filtered through someone else's voice. Sure. We work with production teams to help build out the, the content that we're looking to build, but it all comes from our team internally, and everybody here who has spent time with the brand and who knows who we are and knows what we stand for and knows what our core values are, that all seeps into the work naturally because we're all here working on it every day. And that is the team that is cranking out this content and these videos and that allows us to go to like the right edge of weird and the right edge of normal and like figure out like just put a lot of stuff out there and and find people where they are. Yeah, I, I think another important thing that brands sometimes get wrong, you know, it used to be if you're a brand, you're creating this world. And you're inviting people to come find you in your world, whether right. that's a store or through, you know, a, an ad or whatever it is. Today, you have to go meet people where they are. We can't ask people to come to us. We're going to people where they are and we're meeting them in the social networks that they're on, like in the places where they're traveling, whatever, whatever people are doing. We want Bombas to be a part of their life and we want to fit into whatever they're doing, however they're living their life. That's why our products are really versatile, you know, so. We make socks for people who are chasing their grandkids around all day. You know, we're supporting you and being more comfortable in doing that. Or if you're a banker or you're a teacher or you work at a restaurant, it's all about comfort for us and finding people where they are and not asking them to change what they do or what they look like to come into our world. So we're a really flexible brand built for the people that we're supporting every day. Right. That's interesting to have that flexibility to be turning things in house to get to the right side of weird. I like, yeah. I like how you mentioned that. Um, so then I guess let's go back to you personally, because you've been here since the beginning and I wanted to know what values you carry with you, you know, in building this team, in crafting the message, because 
uh, that I'm sure flows into everything that you've just described. But I want to get into your head a little bit. Yeah. From from the beginning, we really focused on building a team that shared the values that we wanted to instill in the company. And the idea is that this team is going to be creating content and making products and reaching out to people. And everybody has to have a really innate understanding of who we are. So our core values around thoughtfulness and inclusivity and making a product that will be around for our grandkids to wear and thinking through the mission side of things. I think that helped. We, the more we put that message out into the world, just as a brand, the more the people that wanted to come work here changed as well. Right. And the people that wanted to come work here were self-selecting as people who cared about connecting to the community where we work and live. And then that, in turn, helped make it easier for them to internalize the brand and to live the values of the brand and to put that into their work every day. And whether that's on the accounting team, the product development team, our happiness team, it's all the same thing and it has to be in everybody's work or else it doesn't work. It can't just be the creative team makes a video about this. That That's the last step, right? right? It only works if we're all working and living that way and we're all donating our time every week and volunteering and we really have a connection to the mission and we're all wear testing the product and we are our best customers. That is how it all comes together and works. And then by the time you're talking to your customers and your supporters, it feels natural because you know, you're just telling them how you feel about it and you're telling them the things that we've already done and how their dollars have come to support the things that we've built as a brand and as a you know company in our community. Right. And I'm sure that telling that story is sort of the ultimate benefit here. And speaking of the tight knit yeah. community that you're building internally, I, I was struck walking in here today just to see how like. How literally, I mean, it's the whole, I mean, it's the whole force out there and listeners, cause this is bad radio. Essentially <laughs> I'm looking behind me. You guys me. can't see the office behind? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, we're going to get into, we're going to, that's going to be uh, going to revolutionize the podcast industry if I do that. But I essentially folks, I'm looking back and I'm seeing pretty much the entire Bombas team here. Uh, and it's, you know, incre- it's, it's, that's basically right. I mean, yeah, most say- of it. Yeah. We, we, um, we're a growing team. So, you know, we're building out a new office right now and, um, we have a little overflow space just cause we're growing faster than, you know, we could build out the new space, but good problem to have mo- in some ways. Good problem to have. Yeah. This is most of the team here. Though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It just, it just seems like, I mean, it was a good jovial sort of sense of spirit as I walked in. I could tell right away. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think people very much carry the spirit of the brand with them to work and people like coming in here and we take care of our employees uh, I mean, it's the kind of place I think that people love coming to every day and they feel responsibility for the brand as well. I think everyone here feels a responsibility for making sure that what we're doing is done right and the quality of their work product is good because eventually it all comes back to what we're doing in the community. Right. And speaking of those stories in the community, do you have a favorite one or one that's particularly that that sticks out to you of, of a story of maybe a group of people or maybe a person who was... Yeah, you know, there. Listen, there's so many through the years. Just handing out socks and talking to the, we talk to giving partners all the time, and these are people who are working, you know, every day at shelters and charities to to do really hard work. But I'll tell you one story. I we we had an event a few years ago called 60K Day, and the idea behind the event was that on any given night in New York City, 60,000 men, women, and children experience homelessness, and we wanted to put some awareness on this issue. Um, Obviously, it's a core issue for us around homelessness. So we got 60 companies that care together in one space, and we gave them each a 1,000 pairs of socks and paired them with the shelter in the city and sent everybody out on one night to donate 60,000 pairs of socks 
volunteer, create a connection with the shelter in town, forge a relationship, and create some content to spread awareness around this issue. And while we were at the event, we had gathered all these companies in one place to pick up their socks and to kind of rally the troops. And we had Shake Shack there. It's one of our giving partners. We volunteer with them. We've made a sock with them in the past. And someone who was working there came up to me after we were talking and he said, you know, a year ago I was homeless and I was sitting in Madison Square Park and someone came up to me and gave me a pair of Bombas. And we ended up talking for almost an hour and I learned about your brand and what you're doing. And I got this pair of socks, which at the time meant a lot to me in terms of where I was in my life. And he said, I was motivated and knowing that there was a company out there doing what you guys are doing. And over the last year, that helped me get my act together. It helped me seek some help. And now I work at Shake Shack, which is in Madison Square Park. And I went from being homeless and being in the park to having a great job at an amazing company. And Shake Shack is an amazing company. And I wanted to thank you for, you know, this one pair of socks that started a conversation and was a moment of dignity with a stranger and helped kind of push me in the right direction. It's just a pair of socks, but it's also a conversation and it can also be a reminder that there are other people out there that care. And that story really stuck with me. Yeah, it has to. I mean, the fact that, you know, the grand, the, the, the grand gestures of, of thousands and thousands of donations, but like a single story like that. And you're probably creating thousands of those all over the place. But to be able to hear that directly from somebody's impact, it has got to mean pretty much the world. It, it means everything. I mean, we we're just donating. We just donated our 25 millionth pair of socks. Wow. It's an impossible number to, to wrap your head around. I mean, I don't even think we can picture a number that big, but no. when we started, you know, we set out to donate a million pairs of socks in 10 years and it happened in two and a half years. So we've hit these milestones along the way, which are incredible. And I'm so proud of our team for getting us there. And I'm so proud of all of our customers and supporters for helping get us there. Right. Cause those, if you're not buying socks, those donations aren't happening. And that is, it's just built into the mechanics of our business. Right. So, but if you take that out and hear that one story that I just told and you connect that to 25 million pairs, think about all the other stories that are happening. Think about all the other moments of human kindness that come out of somebody handing someone a pair of socks, asking them what their name is, hearing about their day, and maybe just providing a little moment of comfort, a little moment of dignity in someone's day. And it's not the whole thing and it's not going to change their life, but maybe it will in the small way and maybe it'll be a really positive step. Yeah, that's I mean, what more could you want um, from from a mission that has exploded, as you've just noted, way, way beyond what you originally thought? Um, you know, it's 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 amazing. It's great to, to sit you. here and learn about it. I want to ask, as I close this, one question, which is around advice, because you've built up this amazing movement, and I think it's a movement beyond just a, a company, and. There are listeners to this show all over the place who are marketers, who are students of the craft, who are brand builders, mm -hmm. who are sole proprietors looking to maybe not necessarily replicate this, but to to become uh, build authentic communities. Yeah. Um, knowing what you know now after having built this for this amount of time, what would you say to those folks to sort of try and give them a push in the right direction? I know it's a huge question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously it's case by case, right? The, these types of things. But I would say that know why your product needs to exist in the world. Mm. Like, what is that? 
focus on, you'd be surprised at how hard it is sometimes to articulate what your company does or why it exists. And if you can do that, then you can build around that. And I would say that the whole thing should just be hammering that same story over and over and over again for the first five years of your business, let's say. You don't need to move on to the next thing quickly. Just know that it's going to take a long time to get the word out there about what you're doing. Yep. And it's going to take a long time to spread the word. People have short attention spans and they need to hear it over and over and over again. So if you're not sick of telling your story, you're not telling it enough. And be consistent with your messaging. And, and But that all starts with understanding why you exist and what it stands for. And then you can just hammer it. And that's the whole thing. Yeah, just hammer it home. That's a good piece of advice. I, we haven't, I haven't gotten a piece of advice like that cool. on the show yet. So that's good. I really good. like that. Yeah, right. that's great. Great. Um, well, uh, thanks so much for, for joining me today on the podcast. It was a pleasure to, to come here to, to Bombas HQ. Good luck with the new uh, office that's getting Thank built you. out with the crazy growth that's happening. And um, I'm going to, well, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you again, what's, so I'm a fan of, like sort of the comfy like at home kind of like go to sleep in pair of fuzzy socks. I don't know. I, that's just what I like. You sleep in socks? I I have from time to time. Yeah, especially in the winter. Yeah. 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 You you not, a, you not sleep with the socks. This is a debate guy. we have internally. Uh, you know, some people sleep with socks, some people don't. Where's the majority? Majority do not sleep in socks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's on. So but okay. So. Uh, but it, there is a, like a, a very a very, um, I don't know. The, the people who sleep in socks are big advocates of sleeping in socks. Okay, they're they're trying to turn everybody into sock sock sleepers. That's interesting. I'm not that big of a sock of a kid uh, okay. when sleeping. <laughs> but right. uh, so I just. Uh, OK, but it's, it's, <laughs> I, no, it's good. No, I don't know. I don't actually know what I was going to go with that. I was going to say, know where like, you're what, going with it either. I was going to say, what, what, say what, what's the next pair of socks I should get if I'm a fuzzy sleep socks kind of guy. But well, we are coming out with um, kind of a knit slipper sock. Oh, a little bit later. Oh, I'm a big year. fan. I'm a big fan of slipper socks. Actually, I tell you what, yeah. I have one pair of slipper socks at home. These aren't the like tall slipper socks. This is just sort of more of like a little knit little like booty that you. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. All the guys uh, at home are gonna they're gonna have a good time with that. They're pretty. Good. <laughs> they're pretty good. They're um. We've been wear testing them, and I think it's a strong product. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I will. I haven't haven't mentioned that anywhere. So. Whoa. All right. World exclusive. World exclusive. There you Get go. Get your booties with Bombas. All right. Um, well, Randy, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take care. Thanks very much to Randy Goldberg from Bombas for joining me on the show today. So great to hear about everything that you're doing. And I hope only the best for Bombas going forward. If you like listening to this kind of stuff, I don't care if you wear socks to bed or not. Here's how you can do that. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Authentic Influence Podcast. We post everything there. You can stay subscribed to us, iTunes, Spotify, wherever a podcast can be found. This is going to be there. You can also give me feedback on any of those mediums via a rating or review, via a DM, via a post on our page, whatever it takes. Everything makes the show better and I can't wait to hear from you. If you want to hear somebody new, if you want to hear from a new industry, if you want to hear new questions, whatever you want, I'll be there for you. I'll be back again in a week's time. I, I've been blessed with a volume of, of interest in being on this show and thus a volume of content and I can afford to release weekly for the time being and for the foreseeable future. So I'll be back again in about a week with another story about how a brand is motivating and mobilizing its masses and becoming more authentic every single day. And until then, for Authentic Influence, I've been your host, Adam Connor, and you'll hear from me again next time.